Welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 19 years of healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My skill in moving energy combined with my medical background have been a catalyst for change in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Hello and welcome to the Remanu Cherry Show. We're live here in Seattle and I think we're officially into fall. What do you think, Taylor? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. The weather the weather has definitely shifted it's here in changed, Seattle. It's changed, right? Yeah. We have to wear long sleeve things and coats and tie up shoes. Heavy sweatshirts and, yeah. Yeah, and whatnot. Yeah. <laughs> but it's still gorgeous yep. and the leaves are changing. Oh, that's my favorite part. Oh, me yeah. too. And so same with Alyssa. We love the fall. It's yeah. really I think when you live in a place where there's trees everywhere. Mm-hmm. How could you not love fall? Yeah. And right? we have seasons, so you can see the seasons change, and that's always great. It is great. In fact, I, I bet you're feeling a little, I mean, I don't know you very well. Um, Taylor's in for Benny, who's on vacation, like in a real official vacation right now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Which is nice for him <laughs> and his family. Um, but I do know Taylor. I just don't get to spend as much time with you. Um, but I, I bet you have that feeling too, like, oh, we get to hunker down, read a mm-hmm. book, have some hot chocolate. Fireplaces on. Yeah, it's it's amazing where you get to change what you were doing in life instead of trying to hike as many mountains as possible. Yeah, which I think most Seattleites do, especially in when the, the weather's yeah. nice. And we had a phenomenal summer. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh, I was tired because I couldn't. I had I couldn't go to bed because I could go for another walk. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but so it's kind of nice to have it a little bit darker and a little mm-hmm. bit cooler. Um, yeah. Because now I'm going to actually probably clean out a closet. Yeah, do some work inside. <laughs> exactly. Well, we're very happy to have you in the studio. Thank you. Yes, it's lovely. And today we're talking about manifesting. It's probably one of my most favorite experiences in life. Mm-hmm. Do you like manifesting as well? Yeah. Yeah? Definitely. So, so like, what's your favorite part about it? Um, You know, just positive reinforcement, I guess, is always good no matter when or how you really do mm-hmm. it. So I like that. I'm just staying, I kind of... We were talking about this yesterday a little bit on another show, um, staying, kind of approaching things in a positive light, even if they're a negative situation. Ask, you know, what good comes out of this? Wow. How can I make this a, a good situation? So. I think that's lovely. Yeah. I know that's a really lovely way to look at it. Because you're right, that positive energy feeds future mm-hmm. experiences, Definitely. right? Um, we will be interviewing Danielle Hoffman on October 24th. She's been in- interviewed before. She's an author. And her newest book is called The Council of Light. And it's a great book about manifesting. So we'll have a whole another nev- conversation about this in the next couple of weeks. But I thought we'd get started and talk about some of the the nuances of technique that's very, very important. I think most of our listeners have probably been working in the manifesting realm for many, many years, most of their life. Perhaps I have since I was a small child. I remember living in University of Washington student housing with my parents. I'm the oldest of five. I was about six or seven. And I really wanted to live in Windermere up the hill. (laughs) I want to live in one of the big houses. I mean, I'm very happy for we lived in this lovely townhouse that was supplied by the university. It was wonderful, great neighbors. Um, A few Black Panthers in our neighborhood, by the way. It was uh, during the the Vietnam War. And my mom used to literally drag us to the, I mean, not drag us, but we were little, um, to the university campus. And we would protest against the Vietnam War when I was a child. So (laughs) I was raised by real hippies, happy to say so. Um, At any rate, uh, I wanted to live in Windermere. And I couldn't understand why my parents couldn't get their act together to get us up to Windermere, because I really believed at such a young age that perception is everything. How you perceive things, what you believe you deserve, 
is huge. And so some of the nuances I believe in manifesting is to get out of that need. You have to get out of the, um, oh, that dire straight, I have to have this kind of energy. You have to really, really, really let go. That's where the inner work really comes from. If there's an area in your life that you've been working on for a long period of time, doing your best to manifest, please don't give up. Please, please, please don't give up. What I want you to work on is detaching from the emotion and the need to have it. I want you to be able to be okay without it while you learn to separate and feel what it feels like to have it as if it's already here. And that's the confusing part because a lot of people can't imagine having it unless they're in that form of desperation and need. And so the trick is to really cut yourself off from that need, which means internal personal work. Why do you have to have that? Why can't you feel enough without it? so that you can imagine being in it so that the universe can bring all of its magic together and bring it to you in a way that just kind of blows your mind. It, mm-hmm. you know, that's one of my favorite aspects of manifesting. So that's what we're going to be talking about today on, on the show. Excellent. So why don't we go ahead and go to the phone lines? All right. So we're going to kick it out to Sophia, who's actually calling us from the Bay Area in San Francisco. And she has a question about uh, sleep paralysis. Ooh. Hi, Sophia. How are you? I'm great, Marie. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. What can I do for you? Um, well, I think, first of all, it's interesting that you're talking about manifesting because um, I feel like I've actually done really well manifesting lately, and I'm dealing with kind of getting comfortable with it. Um, um, yeah, because that can be a challenge, too, right? That, yes. That, okay, so you finally get the good thing. Are you comfortable with it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, so, um, but that's been, that's fun. That's a new challenge. It's really fun. <laughs> You know, I think, um, at least in my case, and I, I think this is true for most people, when I'm stuck on something that I'm really working hard to manifest, it's like years, you know, because I don't give up. I'm kind of like a pit bull. Once I get my teeth into it, I pretty much um, sink them into it. Comfortable or uncomfortable, it may make me. And I think what allows it to slip into action is a, a beautiful amount of self-love and self-appreciation. And I think it would be fun for you to actually do some of that work. You manifested some things that you really wanted, but I think your self-worth is not up to par to what you got. And, uh-huh. uh, yeah. So I think if you could just, you know, really, 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 really fall in love with you and see how beautiful you are and cherish yourself more, uh, I think that then, You'll you'll sink into it very nicely, and you'll attract even more. So, do you, do you have children, Sophia? No, I don't. Yeah, sometimes. Do you have pets? I do. Yeah. Okay. Do you love your pet? My cat. Yeah. I like adore your 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 cat. Well, he kind of gets a mother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because you kind of fall into the category of you know until you've really unconditionally loved someone and i'm not saying that you haven't i'm sure you have someone in your life but typically like i didn't learn to do that till i had children some people don't have kids they like fall in love with your pets their pets but your cat is annoying i must admit <laughs> so i yeah. understand reminds me of one of my cats i love her but i'm a yeah. little bit afraid even when i pick her up you know she <laughs> could, she could bite me you know so there's a little bit of a love hate relationship with her so so your challenge is cuz i think actually you like parts of the world is that true do you like ge- geography yeah i do great so i want you to identify with a part of the world whether you've been there or not that you just adore so you can really fall in love with it because you need to be able to understand how you need to feel about yourself and many times that occurs from loving something else unconditionally okay that's funny because i have been working on loving myself a lot yeah Um, and so 
but it, you're right, it's still coming up for me, and I'm like, why is this still coming up? I well, I think it's a lifelong thing. I think it's a multiple uh-huh. lifelong thing, quite frankly. Yeah. So don't be hard on yourself regarding it. In fact, I think every time we reach a certain plateau of manifesting spectacular things in our lives, we then have to go, oh, oh my gosh, am I good enough for this? Am I worthy? I think this is true for everyone. And, and yeah. so what I would, like, what's a geographical place that you actually do love? What um, part of the world? Well, I've never been there, but I love Australia. Excellent. So I'd love for you to spend part of today just thinking about all the amazing aspects of Australia, any nuances that you can identify with, really putting your heart into it, like letting your heart open and sinking like love beams to Australia, which the Australians would be very fortunate that you're doing this, by the way. And then I want you to then, on maybe in the evening, think about yourself and how much you you wish to love yourself and then think about the Australian experience and try to make mirror that towards your own self worth. So, cause you need to have something to gauge. Well, am I in a loving aspect to myself? And so through caring for Australia, and again, they're going to be very fortunate with the love that you're going to give them today or whenever you do it. Um, you're going to then start to understand how much love you deserve and need and are worthy of. Wow. Well, that sounds great. Thank you. You're welcome. I know I can see it clicking in. You're going to do just great, and then you'll you know sink into the things you've created, and then you'll be able to create more. Well, um, the sleep paralysis, though. Oh, that's yeah. My original question. <laughs> do you have any? Um... You know, that's why I don't read why people call in because yeah. <laughs> typically that's not where we go. Um, totally. Um, well, you you are having some challenges, and why do you call it paralysis? Uh, it's that thing where, well, I just, I was looking it up, where mm. you're asleep, but then you're awake, but you can't move. <laughs> oh, how often yeah. does that happen to you? It's happened to me, like, three times in okay. the past, like, few months, which okay. is odd. All right. Well, I've had this happen to me a couple of times. What's happening is you're actually having um, a form of consciousness is occurring to you, actually. Your consciousness is speeding up. Um it's your room is probably filled with other beings as well, and I won't go into the ET thing because um, that's always a possibility. But your your room is your bedroom is filled up with beings at the time, and the reason why you're kind of semi awake in a way is because your consciousness is being evolved exponentially in that period of time. So you, it's almost like you're being calibrated to an awareness that you. Um, that you want on a deep, soulful level, but perhaps you haven't been allowing yourself to experience in your real waking state. So it's really a profound experience. I wouldn't wish it to go away yet. It's probably okay. going to be with you for another uh, year and a half, approximately. Oh, that's great. So it's a good thing. <laughs> well, I am ready for my consciousness. You are. It, so. You oh. are. You are. So that's a good thing. Have a wonderful day in San Francisco. Okay. Thank you, Marie. You're welcome. Bye-bye. All right, let's uh, kick it out to Natalie, who's calling us from Tequila. And Natalie has a question about getting rid of uh, some debt. Oh, I love that. I love that question. Hi, Natalie. Hello, Marie. Yeah, it's, it's a great question. I'm sorry that you have debt, by the way. I'm sorry. But I'm glad that you're, you seem more excited about getting rid of it. Is that true? Yes. <laughs> yes, I'm ready. I've I've acquired it mostly by trying to do like at home business and businesses sure. that I was trying to do, and I think now I'm finally um, gotten to a place where I am doing what I love. Good. I've been I've been training to be a creativity coach and just changing my my own mindset a lot. So I'm I'm hoping that this will 
that that will... I'll get rid of it really quickly, but I'm wondering <laughs> if there's anything in my energetic field, any belief, anything in, in me that's um, that sort of hangs on to it unconsciously right. <laughs> and created it in the first place. <laughs> right, right. And, of course, money is energy, like everything in the universe. Everything in the universe is energy, and so money is too. First thing I would do is to find different words to describe money. Like I would take debt out of your vocabulary because when you speak about it and use the word, you actually send energy to it, which means you create more or it makes it more challenging or harder to find lower interest rates or whatnot. Or when that inheritance comes, you go buy a hot tub instead of, you know, paying off your American Express card, something of that nature. So I would get I would really pay attention to your language. I love the term resources instead of money. And most people in the world, not just Americans, have issues with money. We, it's, it's just one of those things. I think it takes us back to our farming days where we really worried about the crops. Is, are we going to have a drought? Are, are we going to have torrential rains? Are we going to have enough to trade with? Are the cows going to get sick? You know, it's, it's this, this whole survival thing that humans tend to place a lot of energy in. And when we do that, then we actually create lack instead of abundance. So, as you know, because you read a lot about manifesting, that's I, I just saw your bookshelves. I'm like, wow, I think we have the same books. <laughs> um, as you know, uh, money is something that's meant to be in our lives exponentially, just like health and joy and love. We're, we all deserve it, and we all get to have it. So, first of all, you're going to take words out of your vocabulary. And then what I'd love for you to do, every time you open up a bill, look at a statement online, Look in your wallet, pull out a credit card, whatever you do, or a debit card. I, I want you to stop for just a moment. I want you to stop your being, take a few moments, kind of collecting yourself, almost like a meditation or a moment of gratitude. You're just going to stop yourself. And then when you look at what any of these things that we just mentioned, I want you to imagine a very different image. So an image that you like, like maybe a field of wildflowers or um, beautiful birds or butterflies or water. Water's a great um, energy for resources because we're, we're a planet that's abundant in water. You know, it, it takes up the majority of our, our, our space here. And it also is what we are, are filled up, mostly human beings. We're like 75% water. So, yes, so I you, love water. Good. <laughs> okay. Sure. Great. So be, when you're at Starbucks and you're about to get a latte and you're opening up your wallet, I want you to first stop and collect yourself. And then when you open it, imagine that it's flooded with water and, and an ocean's running through those dollar bills or the debit card because you need to create a different relationship with money. Is your mother on the other side? Has she passed? No, no, she's here. Is she I mean, sick, your mom? No. How old is she? 55. Oh, she's young. She's very young. Okay. She had me at 17. Oh, <laughs> wow. Um, is her mother on the other side? Her mother, my grandma is also here. Huh. Um, yeah, both of us. Because, because my- there's a woman on the other side who comes across in a very motherly way. I'm standing very close to you. So thankfully, she's not your mom and your grandmother is still here. Was there a woman that you were close to, like a grandmother or a mother who's passed over? Who's a little loud? There's no one. Um, oh, my goodness. Yes. Okay. Who, who is it? Um, a woman that introduced me and my husband. Oh. There's a, yeah, there's a wonderful woman that, who introduced us, and then she she died from cancer, like, Aww. two years later. Aww. We didn't get I only knew her for, for, for a short period of time, but... 
She was just an amazing person. Because she's what she's talking about is that this lack that you have felt in your life, it comes from your family line. And she's, of course, not in your family line, but she can see everything on the other side. She just mm-hmm. loves you and adores you. She's She felt like for the time that she knew you that you were a long-lost you know, daughter or sister or niece, you know, she really, really um, love, loves you and loved you while she met you. Oh, you. I love her too. Yes. She's, she's a, it's wonderful. It's really wonderful. So she says breaking this pattern, you know, like not thinking of debt, using different language, like, like resources and finances, you know, you maybe use the thesaurus and find some words that feed your energy when you speak them and look at them regarding money. That's a very important part. And she, she says that she's going to help you. She just gave you a kiss on top of your head. And Thank you. Yeah, of course. She's lovely. She's, and I'm so glad that your family is alive and well. And it's not your mother on the other side, but this woman um, just really adores you. She was about the same age, probably, just oh. a little bit older than my mom. Yeah, and yeah. she was like a mother. She was She was just an amazing... She, she went way too fast if you ask me but yeah she is older I mean she was a little older than your mother that's Mm -hmm. true yeah so keep me posted because I really believe that people can change anything in their life and and you're in a a really sweet spot where you're starting to not feel the lack of resources you're kind of laughing about it a little bit and I can sense your humor and you're being more kind to yourself so you're moving in a great spot where you can detach from what's happening and feel what you would like Wonderful. Well, thank you so much. I will. I will practice everything you told me. Try to. Good. <laughs> I've been trying to feel positive about bills, you know, and yeah. and I always forget. Like when I think about, oh, next time I do, I'm just going to feel grateful for all the things I could buy. So now I'm just paying for all the wonderful things that I was got to experience. But I need to just start practicing it, not just think about it. <laughs> well, no, you're right on track. You're doing exactly right. You know, when we're in that space where we haven't quite manifested what we want, we do have to detach. And you're detaching by celebrating it and honoring it and not looking at it as, as something to be embarrassed about or ashamed about or be mean to ourselves about it, because we're all doing the very best we can. So have a beautiful day. Thank you so much. You too. Appreciate it. You're welcome. We're going to take a break here on the Rain Menu Cherry Show. We'll be right back. From the moment you were born and throughout your whole life, energetic allies have accompanied you. These beings have studied everything about you so they may guide and support you in discovering your true passions and gifts. Join Marie at Hollyhock's Vancouver, BC location this fall for a two and a half day workshop connecting to guidance, November 8th through the 10th. So register online at hollyhock.ca or call 800 933 Are you looking for tools to enhance your life or to bring those things you desire into your life? Marie offers a variety of CDs to help you do just that. Get acquainted with your seven primary chakras and balance your human energy system. Or is embracing your intuition what you're looking to learn? Or would you rather focus on a healthy immune system? These CDs and more are available through Marie's website at energyintuitive.com. For a complete list of CDs available and their descriptions, please visit Marie's website today. Your intuition is your birthright and your own personal GPS to navigate you on your life's journey. Do you know how to use it? Would you like to develop, strengthen, and master your intuitive abilities to live your best life or help transform the lives of others? 
then you'll want to join Nicole Walsh and Laura Young, both second-year graduates of Marie Manucheri's mentoring program at their comprehensive intuitive development retreat in Leavenworth, Washington, October 23rd through the 27th. You will learn how to easily and confidently access your inner healer and profound awareness, open your chakras to boost your signal, learn the anatomy of and how to read energetic bodies with accuracy, communicate with loved ones that have crossed over, gain clarity and trust in communicating with universal wisdom. By the end of the retreat, you will be trained to an expert level and know how to apply what you learn in your life, both personally and professionally. Payment options are available. Go to aligntodivinehealth.com to find out more. That's aligntodivinehealth.com. We live in a world that's become predictable. Our realities are filled with distractions, hopelessness, and confusion. We've begun to lose touch of what we're truly capable of. It's time for us to regain our true potential. Join psychic medium and crystal child, Lindsay Paul, as she connects to the other side and brings back messages from beyond, along with her psychic and skeptic, Abraham DeWeese and indigo child, Sarah Ellis. They'll help you soar to new heights by answering your questions. Don't miss Wisdom Within Radio, Thursdays at 1 p.m. Manifesting dreams into reality is meant to be exciting and easy. When the tools you use stop working, a lack of self-worth is most likely holding you back. Marie's Affirm Your Worth cards are the perfect solution to increase self-appreciation while magnetizing your dreams into reality in a nurturing and fun way. Order the Affirm Your Worth cards online at energyintuitive.com or call 425 825 5671. Don't touch that dial. You might miss something life changing. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Hello, and welcome back to the Marine Manu Cherry Show. We're live here on this lovely Thursday morning. Talk about manifesting, one of my favorite things. And if you want to be a Reiki master, it's happening this weekend in Seattle starting tomorrow night, actually. Um, I'm very thrilled and excited to be able to teach that workshop again. It will be the last one in the Northwest until September of next year. So if you've been wanting to get your Reiki master certificate, because I will be attuning people to all three levels. We still have some room. We're at the Hyatt House in Redmond, um, one of my new favorite hotels to teach in. It's lovely. I will be in Phoenix in March at the Marriott near the airport um, teaching a Reiki Master Workshop. So it'll be the first one that I'll do out of state. I'm really excited. And I think I'll be listening to more jazz in March because that's what I got to do when I was in Phoenix just recently. So I'm looking forward to it. We're talking about manifesting on the show today, and this is the critical part. You must first change your language about whatever it is that you want that's not happening. You need to work on your self-worth. You need to think that you're beautiful and wonderful and smart and courageous. One of my favorite affirmations to say is particularly before I go on stage, before I do a book talk or teach a workshop, I'll literally say over and over silently, you know, and a lot of times affirmations and positive language you might want to say silently because people might think that you're full of yourself or (laughs) something of that nature. Or you can say it in the house when no one's home or at my home, I can say anything in front of my children. Uh, They'll go, oh, good idea, mom. Can I say that too? But I I love to say I am brilliant beyond measure. It's one of the um, affirmations that's in the Affirm Your Worth cards as well. And I'll just repeat it over and over and over and over again. It almost becomes like this 
lovely spinning thing in my brain so that when I take a stage, I feel good about who I am. I'm able to communicate well with great intention what it is that I would love to express to the audience. And one of my favorite aspects of teaching and speaking is to teach and speak directly towards a particular audience because people are different. So a group of people come together, they have their own energy, and I think they deserve a talk that best suits them and not necessarily one that I've decided is in their best interest way before I feel their energy, but when I see their energy in the moment. So there are all kinds of beautiful ways that you can shift your self-worth and your belief system, and it does take consistent reprogramming because, believe me, in the back of your mind, you're already saying a lot of negative things, and you have been for decades, and so we need to replace those. It takes time. It doesn't happen in just one day. Sometimes it does, but most of the time it doesn't. We have to get out of all of that self-deprecating, self loathing language that I think most people have in sometimes every area of their life or at least one area of their life. And so don't give up. Keep doing it so you can detach. And then we'll talk about what to do next after you're done detaching. But why don't we go ahead and take some calls? Excellent. Yeah, let's uh, go out to Barbara, who's calling from California. And Barbara has a question about uh, looking for direction and healing work. Oh, great. Hi, Barbara. Hi, how are you? I'm lovely. What can I do for you? Great. Um, I'm just kind of at a crossroads uh, as far as manifesting my perfect career. I I have a lot of, I'm very interested in healing. I'm also a nurse. I'm working in Lovely. hospice right now. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. And, and I just, and I love it, but I feel like there's just more that I want to do. And I feel like there's a career that I'm leading toward that I've never, I can't even imagine yet. And I'm just I don't know. I just I have so much faith in you, and I was just hoping to uh, learn a little bit about what what your thoughts are, what oh, kind sure. of energy you're getting. Oh yeah. So I just drew out your energy, and um, at your root chakra is actually kind of long. So the root chakra typically, because they look like cones to me once I dive into them, it starts right in the pelvic floor, and then it goes to about mid thigh. Yours goes beyond your feet, probably two feet um, beyond your your feet. So, you know, um, so 48 inches below, below your feet. And, and what that means is fear. It means that you have a lot of fear about moving into um, your life purpose and, mm. and your destiny. And, and I don't think most people would think that about you. You come across as very strong and independent and very intuitive, by the way. Yes, you are. But you have this, I think the fear is really about the unknown or the unseen. There's like this anxiety. Because when I look in your org field, it looks great around physical reality and mental thinking and emotions. I mean, there's some emotional stuff, but overall, it feels happy. As we move your fields out towards other dimensions and time-space realities, that's when it starts to get anxious looking and starts to get more frayed, your energy. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. So would you agree there's this fear about the unseen world? Yeah, yeah, I, I have a, I have just this fear that I'm going to miss the mark, oh. you know, if that makes sense. <laughs> well, well, here's what the interesting thing about fear is, and the many things that we're learning to come into um, truth in our vibrational pattern about what we're really feeling is I don't think that that's really what's happening. I mean, I'm, I'm not d- completely disagreeing with you. I, I see that mm-hmm. you're concerned about being disappointed and, and choosing incorrectly. I think we have a lot of those fears. But literally when I go inside you, there's fear about what you don't understand, like mm-hmm. the unseen world, like you're scared of it. It could mm-hmm. even be a past life experience where maybe you were a mystic or, you know, or some cellular activity <laughs> regarding that. 
So I would find ways to really embrace the darkness because to be a psychic or an intuitive and to work in the healing world, which you are doing a beautiful job with, and you're working with hospice. So how could, you know, that's, to some people, that's a scary place. I, I actually love that place as well. I think it's a profound and amazing part of human life and existence is mm-hmm. helping people to, to transition. You know, it's a fabulous place. Thank you for doing it. Um, but you have fear of the dark side of mysticism, which is by, which, by the way, is a very small sliver of the pie. It's not a big piece. But to read accurately, we have to also be able to look into the dark. So mm-hmm. I would encourage you to start to embrace the darkness. It's, that's where all the magic is in anyway. It's really not scary. We already live on the most scariest planet, time, space, reality, and all of the cosmos anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, we still have guns and violence and famine where most dimensions don't have those things. Yeah, so. <laughs> so, so, so how, how would I go about doing that? Hmm. Well, I think like even in meditating, you know, like, mm-hmm. please help me to see the beautiful, the beauty that's in, in velvet, in black velvet. Please help me to see mm-hmm. the beauty in those things that I can't see or I don't understand. Please help me to feel calm and the essence of what some may describe as the darkness. Uh-huh. It kind of reminds me of the, we're going to have an eclipse in next week on the 18th. Oh. And eclipses are so profound in astrology because they bring light into the darkness because everything mm-hmm. really is in the unconscious. So mm-hmm. perhaps maybe even your prayers and your requests and your gratitude are going to be about the unconscious because that's actually what you're most afraid of. I just finally saw a, a little line about it. So, yeah, you're afraid of the unconscious, and yet that's where you want to work. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Wow. Okay. So, well, thank you. Thank you welcome. so much. Keep I think me... that's very useful. Good. Good. Keep me posted. I will. Thank you very much. You have yeah. a wonderful day. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. All right. Let's see. We'll go out to Susan, who is in Issaquah, and she has a question about uh, moving forward in her career. Great. Hi, Susan. Oh, hi. Good morning, Marie. Good um, morning. Are yeah, you driving no. right now? Pardon? Are you driving? Uh, yes, actually, I am driving. <laughs> okay, <laughs> be I'm, careful. I'm, be oh, careful. I'm safe. <laughs> okay, well, because, you know, I, I'm reading your energy field, you know, so be careful. <laughs> <laughs> well, you read it correctly, I guess. Um, yeah, Marie, you know, I've been uh, trying to move um, uh, forward in my career, move to something, you know, within my field for the last three, four years, and I'm just having a very difficult time finding something that um, I'm excited to do. Yeah. Well, and that's, that's an important part of it. Actually, what I'm going to ask that you do is to find something, anything that you're excited to do right now, just anything, even if it's going to be rake up all the leaves in the front yard and jump into them like three or four times a day. Because what people don't always understand is that, yes, you're right, life purpose and destiny is a very joyful experience. And so if you can create joy in, in your life for 10 to 15 minutes a day with the intention, which you already have the intention, I mean, you're you're in that desperation place that we were talking about, actually, like, where is it, you know? You're in that space. Would you agree? Yeah. Oh, yes. I'm yeah. So you have to get out of that space, which I know is hard. Believe me, someday I'll talk about some of the most challenging aspects of my life. Um, but today we're going to talk about everybody else's right now, which is always my favorite. 
um, is that you have to get out of that desperation. So that means you have to fall in love with the way your life is right now authentically. It doesn't mean you have to want to stay in it forever. That's not what that's about. It's about appreciating what you can about it authentically and finding 10 to 15 minutes a day of pure joy. And again, it doesn't have to be anything serious or on purpose. It needs to be something that's authentically joyful for you so that that thing can come right in. I will tell you, while I'm on the fifth layer of the field, you have, which is the structured, it's a structured field. It's also called um, destiny or life purpose, you know, divine planning, whatever you want to call it. It's, it is about what you're looking for, that whole fifth layer of the field. It vibrates to the fifth chakra. And yours has beautiful grid lines all the way through it. So I don't think you're that far away from it. And there is something, whether this is what you will be doing or... And, and the or looks really loud to me, so this is probably what's going to lead you to it, is that you need to start writing. Mm-hmm. Because writing's going to get you to where you want to be. Oh, okay. So there's a great book. Um, it's called The Artist's Way by Julian Cameron. Have you ever read it before? Uh, no, I have not. It's a great book. Um, there's another choice. It's One Day My Soul Just just Opened Up um, by Ju- Oh, Alanda Van Sant. <laughs> um, so either one of those books are really great for helping you to write. And that's what's going to get you to that awareness of what to do next. But the grid lines are excellent. So it's very, very close. You just have to detach from the need to figure this out and get happy. <laughs> uh, yes, it's um yeah, it, it definitely feels a struggle getting to that. It uh, is. I totally understand. But guess what? If you spend three weeks or a month focusing on that, you will make great headway, and then things will start to open up, and then you can start to increase your gratitude, and then you can feel that what you want is already here, even though you don't know what it is, because that's the true aspect of manifesting, is to hold that vibration that what you want is here, but when we're in desperation of it, we can't hold that energy, and it's very challenging to manifest. Right. So yeah, I, I don't think it'll be that hard. I mean, I, I know it's hard. I get it. But I think that you're, you're going to do just great. Just you've got to put some time and energy into it. Uh, yeah. And um, when you say writing, writing, yeah, that would be definitely um, for um, for. Uh, what I would want to manifest in in this position, or the, what I'm looking for, or no, yeah, no, even, that's no? that's really great. That your question is great. Now, to clarify, both of those books are going to incite you to write something, so they're going to provoke you to write something. So these books have like a program. Like one day, my soul just opened up. It's a 30 day program. Every morning or evening, you read a paragraph, and it and it compels you to write something. So I just want you to start writing, not on. Not anything on purpose unless you're doing these books, but just start writing okay. because somehow that's going to lead you to your destiny. Okay. Okay? Okay, Marie. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Have a great Check day. Okay, you too. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. So let's uh, go out to, I believe if I'm pronouncing this right, Marnie, who's in Bothell. So Marnie has a question about um, searching for a job. Hi, Marnie. Hi there. So how's the job search going? Um, it's pretty frustrating right now. I'm kind of just, uh, in a quandary about what's going to happen. Oh, I know. In that uncomfortable place, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're leaking a lot of energy, which isn't helpful (laughs) right now. It's, first of all, it's not good for your body. And, and frustration really means that you're on the right track, believe it or not. It means that what, that getting a good job for you is what's next when you're feeling frustrated for something that's not working out. It really means that you are meant to move through all of the 
the landmines that may you may feel are in front of you because you are meant to do that next thing. Uh, but you're going to have to detach. You're going to have to be okay not having a job. Right. Yeah, that's a struggle for me. Cause... It is because of all your fears about resources, right? Exactly. And losing things and things of that nature, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But if you can even for like 20 minutes a day, if you can be in that space of it's okay, I'm fine, everything's going to work out. It's it's fun not like think about the fun things about not having a job, you know, because there are some fun things about not having yeah. a job. Yeah. Right. If you can be in that space for 20 to 30 minutes a day, that's all you need to manifest something. You don't have to hold it all day long. That's kind of cruel to make human beings do those things all day long. I mean, ultimately, you will be in that space all day long. But initially, you only have to be in it for a very short period of time. And then I think something will come along. I think you're going to get a job in two weeks, actually. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I've been struggling with that all summer of trying to balance, because I just graduated in June, and Aww. trying to balance enjoying my free time and, and my downtime, but you know, partnering that with a lot of anxiety and fear about the unknown and the future. And I know, but you, you know you're the type of person who worries like an, a 98-year-old. You know what I mean? Well, you do. You worry way too much. Um, And so, and it doesn't help anyone. We could worry about things forever, but it really, truly does not assist or complete us or fulfill us in any way, shape, or form. It's a complete waste of energy. And you're leaking a lot of energy, and that's not good for your body. Luckily, you have a healthy body. At least when I look at it, it looks very healthy to me. Um, But we don't want it to have some issues a decade from now because you're leaking energy over this thing that you don't need to be worried about. You are going to get a job, and your homework to speed up the process is to enjoy your downtime. Uh, You know, my oldest daughter, it took her a year, I think, to get a job once she graduated from engineering school. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I and, think I just, I I thought it was going to be an easier, faster process. Right. Well, <laughs> and, no, right? And she was kind of like, you know, she was pretty upset about it. And her dad and I kept saying, look, you're going to be working the rest of your life. Relax. Enjoy yeah. yourself. And um, I can't say for sure that she really accomplished that. But she did get a great job that she loves. And then she even met her um, fiance in her work. So you're going to be working the rest of your life. Believe me. I mean, I can't retire till I'm 72, I believe it is now. And so you're going to have to probably work longer than that. So enjoy this time because it will happen. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Have a great day. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So we're talking about learning how to detach. And that means you have to actually appreciate where you are. You have to find a way to really cherish the moment so like if you're single and you want a partner your job is to really be happy being single have fun think about all the fun you have been having think about all the things you get to do like you get to eat whatever you want whenever you want you can go to bed whenever you want you can stay up as late as you want and I'm not saying that you can't do those things in partnership but there's compromises I was talking to my girlfriend who's been married for a few years last night on the phone and and she was first in the living room and when we started our conversation, we talk, you know, a few times a week and her husband was watching TV. So she went up to the bedroom to give him privacy while we're laughing and giggling on the phone so we could watch his television show. And then he came upstairs and said he was going to bed. So then she had to go downstairs. So life changes when you move into partnership. And if you can appreciate as much as you possibly authentically can about being single, then you can actually start to attract and enjoy a lovely relationship. So who's on the phone for us now? Let's kick it out to Lisa in Virginia, and she's got a question about her life's purpose. 
Uh, hi. Hi, how are you? Good. Thank you for taking my call. Great. What can um, I do for you? Yeah, my, um, I'm almost going to be 46 years old, and I have been searching, asking God my like entire life what I'm supposed to be doing here, and I've never feel like I've gotten a clear answer, and I feel like my entire life has kind of been on hold because I can't seem to figure it out. Right. And so what would I, what do you think I would ask you to do about what you're feeling currently? Um, I, I don't know. Okay. No, that's, that's great. No, that's lovely. I would ask you to start feeling that your life has been amazing, that it has been phenomenal, that you're a wonderful person, that you have accomplished much in your life. Um, you know, for, for me, cause I'm kind of a busy person, even when I didn't have the job that I have today, I was one of those people that I painted my house all the time. I cooked for hours every day. I had an immaculate yard. My kids looked pristine. You know, I was one of those people. I was, I'm kind of a little bit of a perfectionist in some ways. And so to learn how to walk on the beach and not think about anything has been a life purposeful activity for me. So there are so many aspects to life purpose. It isn't just about the big, great, big, joyful thing. It's about all the little joyful things that come together as well. And so I think that thing is standing right next to you. It's about three feet away from you, whatever that thing is, which I can't quite see. So I I apologize that I can't quite see it right now. But I think partially the reason why I can't is because you have so much energy that is saying that so far your life hasn't been as valuable. And you need to change that perception about it so that you can see the authentic, you know, worth of it. Because, of course, it's wor- worthy. Of course, it's phenomenal. So that you can bring in that other thing that will just delight you and surprise you and make you go, oh, my gosh, I'm amazing. But it really has been. I know it really has been pretty rough. I, I, I'm not disagreeing with you. Everyone feels those real feelings about the thing in their life that they wish were different. Everyone does. Um, almost to the, uh, like, I could compare how you're feeling to someone who wants to have a baby and can't get pregnant. It's, it's that, you know, tear jerking, that difficult, but you still have to change your perception in order to have a new energy come in to come into your body. Your body has to be vibrating in alignment with that new energy and you vibrate in the opposite of it where you blame yourself and you judge yourself and you say that your life isn't very worthwhile, um, and, and maybe some of those words are too strong, but can you see how that's the opposite of living one's destiny and one's purpose? It's, um, it's the complete... Sort of, but after years of not asking for something, you know, just to, to, be, to have your life be filled with your passion and then not getting the answer, it beats you down. I, I agree with you. You're absolutely correct. But what you're feeling is how millions and millions of people feel across the, the world. And what's very important is to realize your feelings are your attraction center, so in order to attract what you want, you have to change the way that you feel. And it does have to be authentic. So you have to really look at your life and find the things that you can value and that you can appreciate. And I know it's challenging, but that's where your work is. Okay. If I, if I said a word or what I thought it might be, would, would you be able to affirm it? I, I'm not really sure because there's, it's almost like between you and that thing, which is only three feet from you, it's like a very thick concrete wall because you still need to see yourself as creation sees you. You need to see yourself as a magnificent being and feel that about yourself in order to bring in your destiny. Oh, but guess what? That could happen overnight. As soon as people get curious about the truth of what needs to occur to create something, it's like the old can flow away like a waterfall. Well, what do I I need to do to take away the block? Because I'm pretty sure I know 
what it is. I just don't know how to move into it. Okay. Well, everything that I just said. <laughs> and so I would recommend that you listen to this part of the podcast. It'll be up in a couple hours on the website. You need to find things within your life that you can authentically appreciate and value in order to manifest more of your magnificence. That's the only way it really, really works. Okay. Okay. And yeah. keep me posted. I want to hear all about it. Okay. Is there anything you get about my right song? Um, just that stubbornness. There's a stubbornness energy in the tendons and ligaments of that area and the joint, actually. And so that letting go, letting go, relaxing, breathing into that everything's fine exactly the way it is will definitely help that area of your body. Okay. All right? Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. Have a beautiful day in Virginia. Thank you. All righty. We're going to take a, a short break here on the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We'll be right back. Become a Reiki master the weekend of October 11th through October 13th at the Hyatt House in Redmond, Washington. This two-and-a-half-day transformative workshop is open to all levels of experience and will certify you in Reiki 1, 2, and 3. You will learn to move energy within the body by practicing on other workshop participants. Marie will be your instructor, guiding you with her own symbolic sight and providing constructive feedback. Take this opportunity to fulfill your dreams of becoming your very own certified Reiki master. You will receive attunements that allow you to practice Reiki at the master level and information on the laws that govern professional practice in Washington State. Enrollment is limited, so please call 425 825-5671 or visit Marie's website energyintuitive.com for more details. I'm Gary Mangus. I'm Suzanne Mitchell. We bring a unique talk radio blend your way every Friday and Saturday on 1150 KKNW. From pop culture to the paranormal, you get variety in a conversational style. Whether it's UFOs or ESP, angels or the afterlife, Bigfoot or your big dreams, everything is fair game on our show. Join the A-Team of Alternative Talk Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on the station that leads the pack without following the herd. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Do you live in or around the Portland area? Have you been wondering when Marie is going to make it back to your neck of the woods? Well, you're in luck. Marie will be giving a book talk on intuitive self-healing Friday, November 1st, and teaching a workshop on intuitive health on Saturday, November 2nd. Both of these events will be held at Ohm Base Yoga Studio in Portland. For more information, visit energyintuitive.com. That's energyintuitive.com. 1150kknw.com. It's why they invented the internet. We think Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Marie is excited to announce that she'll be a keynote speaker at two regional Healing Touch conferences this October. Saturday, October 5th, Marie will be speaking at the Northwest Healing Touch Conference at the Seattle Hilton Conference Center Hotel. Marie will then make her way to Albany, New York for her keynote at the Eastern Regional Conference on Saturday, October 26th. To register for these events, please visit Marie's events page at energyintuitive.com. Hello and welcome back to Marie Manu Chair. 
Cherry Show. We're live here in Seattle. Live is always fun, isn't it? And yes, I have one more Healing Touch conference in Albany, New York coming up. I'm so excited. In fact, I'm going to be talking a lot there. Alyssa and I are going to be working on some PowerPoint this afternoon, which should be really fun. <laughs> yeah, so I've only been in the New York airport. I haven't been outside of it, so this will be my first real visit to New York. Although I'm just flying in, talking, and flying out, basically. But I'm really looking forward to it. Healing Touch is a phenomenal program. So if those of you who are listening to the show, hopefully you can remember the last caller that we had. I think her feelings... Um, really do depict what most people are feeling, how hard it is to manifest when you're kind of feeling trapped in the emotions of not having what you want and how that loneliness and separation makes it very difficult to pull in what you do want in your life. And even though um, the feelings are frustrating, that's where the work is, is to authentically find things to be joyful about the thing that's not there yet um, and whatever's going in your life currently it really is wonderful. That's the challenging part. But once you can get to that space, which could take weeks or months, but once you can get to that space, then the manifesting takes place. Things start coming into your life almost outside of your your life first, like maybe with um, acquaintances or relatives or some friends. And, and when that happens, please don't get frustrated like, well, why isn't that happening to me? I want you to, th- to think, oh, it's getting closer to me. It's coming in. It's like a, a laser beam. It's starting to move into my field and it's going to come into my reality any minute. Um, so that's what's happening. Why don't we go ahead and go back to the phone lines? All right. Let's go to St. Louis, where John is wondering, uh, can you actually speed up the rate of manifesting? <laughs> yeah, that's such a good question. Hi, John. How are you? Hi, Marie. How are you? Great to hear your voice. You took the Reiki workshop last year, I think it was. Yes, I did. I would, I'd make a plug on the on the air for you. It was a fantastic experience. Oh, and my you. And my life has been accelerating ever since. Let's just oh. put it that Thank you. Yeah, I think those weekends are transformative. And yes, you can speed up the manifesting process. Um, but you're so adorable because you're always trying to speed up everything in your life. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I think do. yeah, I think for you, what speeds up the manifesting process is to chill, which is not your favorite thing. Okay. You know, so like meditation, relaxing, which I think it's also what leads you to that place of, oh, it's already here, you know, because when you're relaxed and you're chilled, it's because, oh, that thing I want is already here in my life. I don't have to work hard about it. I don't have to try to figure it out. I'm in this really beautiful um, magnetic place. You're a really good manifester anyway. Um, and for you, I think relaxing is what's going to speed it up. But yes, you can speed up anything in life. Yeah, and I, I do think I'm a good manifester. And, it, and uh, the, the manifesting has led to some short-term pain. So I'm thinking... <laughs> Is there any way I can accelerate this and move out of this pain as Aww, fast as I can? Oh, you're so cute. So. Well, yes and no, although pain can be a great teacher. It's grief, and, and this is really what's happening with you. Grief um, is so necessary because it needs to wash out who you thought you were or what you thought needed to be in your life so that you can make space for the new things. So. Yes, you could speed it up, but I think in this case, because I keep getting that message, like, no, (laughs) that you need to be in that space. You can really let it out. I I know that I've had times in my life where I just felt like I cried and was sad about something for very, very long periods of time. But sometimes we have a lot of pain associated to something that we need to release. And every single one of those moments are profound and exponentially powerful. So I know it's hard, but I would encourage you to... Yeah, the next step feels very big to me. I mean, just, it's a, it is like the next part of my life kind of a thing. So, so it's, exciting. I think it's time. So time needs to heal. 
So just know that grief is a catalyst for change. So will it help you manifest faster? Absolutely. So you don't want to speed up the grieving process. You just want to allow yourself to be in it. It is uncomfortable from the human perspective, but from the collective consciousness, it's actually quite powerful. Okay. Yeah, great question. Thank you so much. And we wish you the best, um, quickest manifestation as possible. Great. Great to hear your voice again. (laughs) You too. Thanks, John. Okay. Bye-bye. So who do we have next? All right, let's uh, go to Natalie, who is in Utah, and she's got a question about her health. Great. Hi, Natalie. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I am fantastic. What can I do for you? Well, I've been facing a health issue for a couple of years, and mm-hmm. I'm just feeling like I can't do much about it. Uh-huh. Good. Like, <laughs> yeah. And so I um, feel like there's something blocking me from I know either facing it or getting out of style. <laughs> well, first of all, I'm sorry that you're having to go through what you're going through. And the reason why I said good is because I, you're kind of moving into that surrendering place. And that's a big part of manifesting. When you said, I don't think there's anything I can do about it, because I know you, I know your personality. You're the type that you're like me, you're like a pit bull. You put your teeth into it, you don't let go. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. So, so when you finally get into that place where you surrender and you let go, especially if you have the, a similar personality type, that's when the magic happens. Because remember, all the answers are in the nothingness, not in the doing, not in the, for you, and not in the massive co-creation. It's actually in the nothingness. And, and so you're actually in a beautiful spot about it. And you're also in a grief place about it as well. Is that true? Yeah. Okay. And so grief, as I said to John, is a catalyst for change. And, and so I know it's very uncomfortable. I wish I was there with you right now, holding your hand and hugging you and giving you a cup of tea and putting my hand on your lower back and your abdomen and running energy in your body. I wish I was standing right next to you doing that, but you live in Utah. So I'm just sending you beautiful energy for your body. And I just want you to know, I just have this overall sensation that everything's going to be fine. And I really mean that. Everything's going to be fine. That includes marriage? <laughs> that includes marriage, you said? Yeah. Yeah. So here's, it's funny um, (laughs) that you are bringing that up and I won't say exactly why, but what's interesting about that is that sometimes there's things in our life that literally block our lives and we don't mean it to. We have every best intention that it doesn't. We have an incredible intention that we'll be able to heal it. I can tell you, I devoted 20 plus years to a marriage that was not healthy or good for me. I did everything within my power to make it well. I took on all the responsibility for everything that was unhealthy about it. And as it turned out, of course, I'm not the only one that was responsible for the marriage, but yet I was the only one that was willing to do the inner work regarding it. So you can't have a marriage based on that. And when you let go of something that's blocking your energy, like a marriage or a house or a bad job or something that's not good for you, magic rolls in like an ocean when you finally let it go. So um, my answer is yes, but maybe not in the way that you think it would be. And I would let go of what you think should happen so you can allow the divine to give you all the magical answers that you deserve and that you truly wish for. Okay? Okay. You're, you're doing the right thing. You're on the right path. Don't worry. Everything, everything is going to turn out better than you could possibly imagine. And I truly, truly mean that from an intuitive, um, very well-seen perspective in this moment. Okay? Okay. Okay. I'm sending all my love to you. 
And I'm sending all my love to everyone who's been listening to the show. It was so lovely to get callers from around the country as we are so blessed we here. Are. Yeah, truly blessed. Thankful for everyone around the country, even around the world. We get some London and Australia. So if you're tuning in anywhere in the world, we appreciate it. We do. Thank you so much. And have a beautiful day. I hope I get to see you at the Reiki Workshop um, this weekend or in Albany, New York in a couple of weeks. Joyful blessings. Bye-bye.